Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Brian Seidel. Brian is the CEO and co-founder of SimCloud by Website Pipeline, a bootstrap SaaS company in Greenville, South Carolina. Brian's team invented the customer interaction management software category, which combines B2B e-commerce and CRM integrated with existing ERP accounting and software systems. Through countless mistakes and piles of work and rework, SimCloud went from unfinished basement of Brian's home to Inc.'s 5,000 list of fastest-growing private companies in America for over seven consecutive years. Thanks so much for being on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Brian Seidel. Ed, thanks for having me. Uh, I've been on before, and I always appreciate chatting with you and catching up, and uh, thanks for the intro, Tim. Well, first of all, Brian, as you know, why do you do what you do is the first question. Yeah, well, for me, it's it's I've seen an injustice that's out there in the industry. Uh, we target small to mid-sized wholesale distribution and manufacturing companies primarily, uh, B2B companies, and they're still fighting to get into the the millennium that we're in right now uh, with regards to how they're interacting with customers. So we feel like it's our mission uh, to provide tools and a playbook to help them level up and catch up with the Amazon effect that's happening uh, uh, worldwide right now. And recently, you've been struck by a book called The Effortless Experience, and you said that the, the number one tactic in the, in the book for lowering customer effort is allowing customers to do self-service. This seems to fly in the face of what some people think of as you know, high-glove, high high-touch, white-glove service. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so the book's super interesting. I don't know if you've read it or not. I ran across it several years ago, and my paradigm has changed ever since. Uh, it was put on uh, by a group of people at Corporate Executive Board that's since been bought by Garner. It was a multi-year study across hundreds of thousands of customers. And they were trying to prove uh, to what degree did customer delighting customers actually win loyalty, which equals revenue. And what they found was they debunked all the myths, and they found out that, in fact, white glove customer service, the only thing you can do related to loyalty is lose loyalty if you screw it up related to customer service, but the best you can do to break even. What they found led to customer loyalty is allowing them to self-service for everything in easy and sticky ways. And I think the key is easy, right? I think the greatest sin in today's economy is really wasting customers' time. Yep. Yeah, if you think about your own experiences just at the gas stations you visit or at stores or look at what Amazon's doing, heck, you don't even have to put returns in a box anymore. You drop them off and, and, and outside the box. The places that you probably frequent and the places that annoy you, if you really boil it down, all come down to how much work or do you perceive you have to do in order to do business or interact with them. Uh, so that's all about customer effort. Make it easy. And what do you think are some of the, 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 the deeper findings that the, the book talks about? I mean, that, that's obviously the overarching th- theory of the book. But what are, what are some experiences maybe that you've taken away maybe uh, that really struck you? Yeah, for me, it was looking at, again, the, 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 the target marketplace that we go after as a company. Um, most of those companies are still stuck in a scenario where all of their customer interactions have to happen or the majority of them through humans. And it's not bad. Humans aren't bad. But the best they're going to do is break even when they do that. And it's because they have this massive um, 
operational infrastructure in their ERP systems, which are awesome uh, for all of their back-end productivity, but it's not a customer-centric approach. Uh, so basically, we put a front end on that, uh, and that was our biggest takeaway was we are giving people away. We call this customer interaction management to go after a lower effort customer experience without disrupting all the good stuff they've already got that's already working. You know, you mentioned like the Amazon effect earlier, and let's talk yeah. a little bit about that because I think you know one of the things I heard about Amazon is it, they're great, great customer service, except if you want to get somebody on the phone. Right. But here's the thing: their goal is to never want you to get a, have to get on the phone. So talk, yeah. talk a little bit about that process. Well, <laughs> if you think about it, in the light of this book, what it made me realize is it's a double win because you can, you can increase revenue. If you increase loyalty and you do that through uh, lowering customer effort and you do that by sticky and easy self-service, you're also getting the double win of lowering your cost because you don't have to have the humans in the middle of every single interaction that's going on. But yeah, I believe that Amazon's goal is to have total uh, world domination in whatever market they go into and never have to talk to a human doing it. And when you think about your interactions of all the information you can get, the orders that you place, tracking shipments, making payments, making returns, you never have to talk to a human and the company continues to grow and, and gain loyalty. And I believe it's all based on the underlying premise of making it easy through customer self-service. Well, and you say you've integrated some of the concepts from this book into your your your, your solution. What would you say is the the, the 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 particular feature, I guess, or benefit that you've integrated into your solution as a result of reading this book? Yeah, we just look at the cycle of what happens, and a lot of our customers are product-centric, meaning they make or buy or touch a physical product. But if you look at that cycle of product discovery, getting information on the product, quote, quoting the product, finding out availability, buying it, uh, uh, making, uh, tracking the shipment, uh, figuring out how much you owe on it, making payments, and then ultimately making returns, that whole cycle uh, of customer interactions, we focused on every single bullet of that wheel and basically open up the data that's in back end ERCP systems so they don't have to rip all that out and basically allow customers to self-service, either privately behind login because it's B2B style or publicly uh, kind of retail style uh, uh, that's publicly available. But we go after all of those interactions. Anything that typically would require a customer service rep or a sales rep to answer questions, we want those people to still have full visibility into what's going on, but not be required for uh, customers to have to do that. And has there been anything that you've integrated to your solution as a result of talking to customers that, that directly? And they said, hey, this wouldn't it be great if, and you've kind of incorporated that in as well? Yeah, I mean, that happens. That's how we built our product, like every single feature in it. So I could give you tons of examples. <laughs> one one I'm working actively with right now is someone that has a very involved product configuration set up uh, where their, their, product, their products are super complex. They have to go through sales reps in order to even configure and buy them. And they're putting a configurator online. It's going to help their reps and their customers figure out what's going on with visual indicators and all that kind of stuff. But that that's a trickier than average hurdle for sure to get through. But no doubt. And Brian, as you know, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Uh, that's a good question. So I, I probably have many heroes. Uh, one that comes to mind, I think I've answered this one before, is Ben Franklin. Um, I like the fact the guy's an innovator uh, and, and an inventor. I always wanted to be an inventor uh, when I grew up. Um, uh, it, I, I kind of scratched that itch within the software world 
uh, right now, uh, but but also was was kind of a deep thinker and 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 had had significant influence. So that that's kind of a hero that uh, uh, that I looked up to back in back in history. Anyway, plus he's got his face on a on a bill. So anyway, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and lastly, Brian, how can somebody contact you? Uh, just go to simcloud.com, C-I-M cloud.com. And we've got plenty of ways to reach out and contact us and you can hit the team and I'm on the team. Uh, but that's, that's a good way to do it. Uh, that's probably the best way to do it is through simcloud.com. All right. And there will be also a link to the Sage Marketplace listing for SimCloud in the show description. So Brian Seidel, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Always a pleasure, Ed. Appreciate it. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.